Hello, this is Justin the Clue, solo this week because there's no regular episode, but we're putting out some bite-sized pieces of our Patreon episodes, just so if you're craving for that important Cinema Club fix, you can finally make that leap and become a Patreon subscriber. Because if you're not, you'll miss out on such gems as our discussion about Peter Bogdanovich and his movie Saint Jack. Uh, this is one of the Bogdanovich movies that people who have really immersed themselves in the Bogdanovich oeuvre will say, well, this is, this is one of the, this is a good one. This is the undiscovered classic. And it has such an interesting story behind it in that Peter Bogdanovich had hung himself with movies like At Long Last Love and Nickelodeon, which I find is fun for what it he is. He made three flops in a row. And it took Roger Corman himself to fund this movie to get Peter Bogdanovich off the ground again. That's right. You can be with Roger on your way up or your way down. <laughs> And we also recently watched Disney's The Princess Diaries. You know, this movie, though, it made me consider the appeal of princesses in the canon of young women, usually, and some young men, and where, why that feels so important. Like, every young girl that I've ever met, like kids, they all want to be the princesses. And is that just inherent, something that they learn through the pop culture itself, or is it the thing that they're attracted to in the same way that a young Will wants to be a super Willy, for example? <laughs> I mean, I think we're all attracted to power. Not me. I think we're all attracted to wealth. Not you, Justin. You're a perfect man. As long as I'm comfortable, I don't need to be wealthy. Oh, I wouldn't mind living in a big house. Uh, no, but it's so much space. What are you going to do with it all? No, actually, you're right. I wouldn't mind living in a in a nice uh, condominium in a nice mm. section of town and being able to pay people to move my stuff for me. <laughs> uh, that, that is the dream right there. But, but many are attracted to, to glamour and wealth and many are attracted to wearing nice clothes and having a nice crown. Why do There's you think as a kid though, like, cause you don't have that much of a concept of, you know, wealth or power or if it is, it's like a very vague one. But the princess idea is I guess it makes the person like a superhero feel special that like I am better than everybody else. So let's get that into them. Very well, yeah, young. there's definitely a bit of a wish fulfillment or, or actually there's an element of in a lot of these movies and a lot of movies where somebody becomes a princess or somebody is revealed as royalty, like like Cinderella, for instance, there's this element of, well, all the people around me, they don't realize that I'm special people and then I'll be able to turn the tables on them. And you could also listen to us discuss the life and career of actor Chris Farley. There was a darkness to Chris Farley. It's a cliche to say this about comedians, but you could absolutely imagine him getting his own uncut gems had he lived a little longer. Something that would tap into cuz cuz like there's a there's a neediness to him. There's a desperation. You can see it in that skit in particular because he's trying so hard to make the people on stage laugh at him. There's a a, a deep need in him to get people's approval and you can also see it in that um chippendale sketch that he did on snl you've probably seen that which is so funny where he's like uh dancing dancing half nude with patrick swayze where there's like there's no there's no dignity getting in the way of making you laugh and I, it would have been nice if there could have been a movie that could have exploited the sadness in well him. it sounded like he lived his life so hard that there was no way that he was gonna last that long and finally this week we talked about the director who made Bruce Lee's first box office smash, The Big Boss, made tons of Shaw Brothers movies, and even gave Jackie Chan his first few starring roles. His name was Lo Wei, 
and he wasn't very good at what he did. I asked Justin if we could do a Patreon episode about Lo Wei. Lo Wei, last week we talked about Herman Yao, who we proposed was maybe the quintessential Hong Kong director. But really, the quintessential Hong Kong director is Lo Wei. You know, a guy who churned out dozens of movies not very many good ones in there, and who is remembered today mostly as a world historic villain for his r- role in <laughs> in having frustrated the two most popular martial arts film stars of all time, Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. Yeah, Chang Pei Pei and Jimmy Wang Yeah, Yu. that's right. That's right. I mean, Lo Wei is a guy that when you said, hey, let's do Lo Wei, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch a bunch of his movies. And then I remembered, oh, wait, I don't like these movies. <laughs> They're not good. Yeah, I, I had considered, you know, diving a little bit more into the, the Lo Wei deep cuts because he has a vast career. You look at his letterboxed page and there's a lot of stuff there. And yet, the only movies that he is remembered for are the ones that have those two big stars in them. And he is mostly remembered as a detriment to those stars. He worked for the Shaw Brothers. Wow, that sounds great. Don't you want to listen to those full episodes? Well, you can for $5 a month by becoming a subscriber at patreon.com slash the important cinema club. Thanks for listening.